Coming to you live from Parkview Studios, the Den. This is Brothers Catch Up. It's a podcast. Come together, catch up. You sound so excited. I'm Sal. I'm Frankie. I'm in a great mood. You look like you're on the verge of death. <laughs> I just got back from oh. vacation. I'm happy. I'm glad you're happy. And all the photos of the... I don't know what I'm allowed to share. I won't share too much. But all the photos out. you sent back look amazing. And I, yeah. Um, so I was in Big Cedar Lodge, which is in Missouri. Yeah. It's Branson, Missouri, which is like so south... West Missouri, you're basically just in Arkansas. Nice. Um, but it is... You're in the Ozarks, which are incredible. And Johnny Morris is the... He's like the guy who founded Bass Pro Shops. And he's, I guess, like a billionaire. And this is what he decides to do with his money is this. He is the Walt Disney of for, like, outdoorsmen. Yeah. Just like, I'm going to put every ounce of money I have into building the coolest stuff. And, like, it's so detailed. You know how Disney, every section of Disney, like, you go to Frontierland or you go to, like, the future. Like, everything in those areas are with the theme. That's this whole place. This whole place is... There's nothing out of place. Everything is perfect. Guy's a psychopath, clearly. (laughs) But he makes a hell of a resort and it was a great time. That's awesome. Yeah, I, and it's beautiful out there. So now, if we find a place to live that's somewhere in like, out in the Ozarks, well, anywhere in that kind of region of the world, you're in. I'm thinking southeast Kansas, really, because if you go southeast Kansas, you're you're near Missouri, Arkansas. You can get to a bunch of other places. You're kind of really central. Kansas never shows up in my search criteria. Why? I don't. I think it must be that maybe the property's more expensive when you're looking at that size lot. But like, I get a lot of Missouri and a lot of Arkansas and a lot of like Tennessee and Kentucky. Missouri's, but I don't get Missouri's much fine. It's just like I don't want to go any. I don't really want to go north in Missouri. Yeah. Based on what I like, St. Louis was no good. We drove, we're driving past the arch, and I was like, oh shit, we should stop. Let's go look at the arch. I've never seen the arch. It's cool. So we get off, and like, that city is weird. Like, it's, you know, like, like I've never been to Cleveland. Yeah. But the way you hear people talk about <laughs> Cleveland. That's what you think. That's, uh, how bad can Cleveland be? It's like, because <laughs> St. Louis is, wasn't nice. Like, it wasn't like a nice city. The arch was cool. I always think about Jersey City. People will talk about Newark every once in a while, but no one talks really about Jersey City. It's coming up, apparently. That's what I've heard. I mean, you could take Jersey City, Bayonne, Hoboken, put them all in a bag. Blow them up. How people don't associate that with, like, some of the worst places in the world? Parts of those cities are crazy. Cities? Generally are failed experiments. Cities are awful. They're not good. Like, I hate New York. Like, go to Manhattan. Manhattan's gross. People rave about Manhattan. It used to be. I get it. It's got, like, nice restaurants, but, eh, it's not worth it. It used to be better. Just, like, walking. Like, we went to the city not too long ago. Just walking through the streets. Just, like, like, okay. You live in a suburb. You have a garbage can. Now, in your town, it's, it's not through the town. It's a company. But it's fine. Either way, you take your little... You fill up your bags in your house, you take them out to the can, you put the the can on the curb. Great. Not New York. New York is, let's pile every garbage bag from this one apartment building onto the fucking sidewalk and it'll leak into the street. The whole city smells like garbage. (laughs) It's gross. And they want to make me show a vaccine passport to go there? How about you show me you don't have AIDS from all your shit? (laughs) Oh my god, man. See, it already happened. No, I'm just saying, listen, I told you, I'm in a great mood. <laughs> I've paid no attention to anything. I, I've i also been in the car for... Two days. 36 hours out of the last, like, 72 hours? No. More. Like, 94 hours, but still. 
The world is deteriorating. So I'm trying It does to, feel that way. I'm trying to talk about good things. I'm sick. I, look. I know it's I know, hard to I know, ask. I know. But all I want is to just pre- go back to when we all pretended that things weren't falling apart because now what happened is there's a bunch of us that know things are falling apart. Yeah, it's worse. And there's a bunch of other people who are desperately trying to tell us that not only is nothing falling apart, everything is better than ever. Well, this is the way of the future. I guess I guess you got to really examine that and say do you mean that? Like, do you really wish... Let's go back f- six years ago. 2014. Okay. Or 20, 2014, 2015. Yes. The, Obama's time is running out. Eh, I wonder who's going to run for president. Just freeze frame that. Okay. We're in all of these wars. But, like, no one's really talking about it. The economy's not great but no one's really talking about it. We're all just accepting this is life now. Would you go back and just say, we're going to just live like this for the next, uh, for your lifetime? Is that better? I don't know, because it feels like where we're going is pretty bad. Yeah, of course it is. But you have to you have to get worse before things can get better. <laughs> you do. There's a reason why that saying exists. It's reality. Like, you, okay. Really if you wanted to redo a, your bathroom, right? Like your bathroom's nice. It's a nice bathroom. Well, now we have to re- tear it all apart. Now it's a really gross bathroom. <laughs> but we have to build a new bathroom. <laughs> America's a bathroom. a bathroom, <laughs> but it's not America. It's the world. Like the like the entire world is going through it at the same I time. I worry. Here's the thing. I look at the videos coming out of Australia, and I worry that. They want it. Oh, they do. They do. <laughs> and, like, if they want it here... Like, is this what people want, for real? Yes. But, no. <laughs> like, yes, it's really what they want. Like, if you ask them, they'd be like, yes. But that's them, like, being trained to say yes. They don't really want it, but they don't know... Listen, <laughs> we, we say it all the time, right? Like, propaganda. Propaganda. Yeah, propaganda. Propaganda. Jesus Christ. That's what it does, right? It's designed to right? make people want things that they don't really want. But this is what happens. This is why we use COVID or other things that scare us. It's like, you're scared. We will protect you. It's like, the go- all right, historically speaking, whenever the government gets involved with anything... It's bad. It's bad. It doesn't work out. It's so like, we obviously haven't learned that, which is fine. Let's just do it. <laughs> Let's just do this. Let's get worse. We'll figure it out. We're gonna be all right. We'll figure it out. Meanwhile, like I'm worried. I'm worried for like eight million different things, dude. Well, listen, I get it <laughs> because it's a re- it's such a weird time. Yeah. Because this is America. Yes. Things persevere in America. We're gonna be all right. Like it's America. Let's go. Me and Amanda are on vacation. We're yeah. looking at these, like, wedding chapels that are gorgeous, and we're like, we're going to get married here. And then in the back of your head, you're like, this might not be here. <laughs> like, this may not be, like, in two years. What's going on like, in two wh- years? I don't know. But you can't really think about it. keep going. Because I want it shit to, to, like, I want it people to wake up and fight back years ago. That didn't happen. So, it's <laughs> not going to happen. Yeah. It's just what it is. So. But that's why, all right. Things will. We've said this for as long as we've had the podcast. Now, things will keep going until they just until they it just goes bad. Yeah, like it's gonna be like all right, and then one day it'll Listen, be no. But like, and maybe not. Like, maybe there's prob there probably is an outcome where no one fights back, and we all are just living under rule, and it's just like man, it's too late now. But see, here's the problem. A problem, not the problem. Jeez, I wish. Wouldn't it be nice if someone could be like, "Here's the problem," and it's like, "Wow, that is the the problem." So many problems. Here's a problem. COVID 
is getting worse. No. Yes. If you listen to certain stories. Yeah. The reason it's getting worse, according to the mainstream narrative, are the unvaccinated. It's always been an, an escaped lab variant of a disease that may or may not have been altered in some way from China, an enemy nation. So you can't just completely disregard the idea that this is designed to be this way. What if, like, what if it is, look, I don't want to, I hate speculating on this stuff, because it's probably not. Like, no one knows what anything is. That's, that's a problem. No one knows anything here. The only people who know anything are the people who are completely untrustworthy. But maybe they don't even know anything. And that Cause, like, yes. Because we've talked about that, right? The chaos Most likely theory, like, it's not. It's they don't know anything, and that's why exactly. we're in this situation. So you can't discount that whether or not they realize it, maybe they're making the situation worse between well, these vaccines and the variant. What if, like, we lose 70% of the population? What if we turn this disease Well, then that's that what they want. That's always been what they wanted. But if if that's what's achieved... Like, isn't that a horrific thought? Well, it's... I I don't know. I'm not really worried about the the attack on the unvaccinated because I I really believe most people, even the vaccinated people, don't don't really care. Don't buy in that far. Because they can see that they're vaccinated. They're still susceptible. They can still spread it. What's the like? There's no real difference. There's no difference. There's no. Did you see Trump got booed? Where? He was giving a rally and he told oh, the, the crowd to get vac- vaccinated. Yeah, and they were like, "Boo!" Watch it. Fucking good. Like, let's stop treating Trump like he's perfect because he's fucking not. So well, when he says shit are- like that, fucking boo him. But also, let's just not let him off the hook for not doing stuff like this. I, like not for nothing. It's all could have been prevented if, when he got into office, he sent Hillary Clinton to fucking prison. Like, I really think, like, that's all he had to do. But I think... It would have opened so many eyes. But I think what we know now that we didn't know at the time is that he he had no real control over the Justice Department at all. Yeah, but... Like, he didn't have any control... There's just a dog running wild. Was it the cat? Where's Quinn? Hi, hi, puppy. Hold on. Pause. Yeah, I got her for you. Hi, girl. This is great podcast. Yeah. We have a we have a You're we have welcome. a dog in our studio. Oh, that's good. Hi, baby. Hi, puppy. See, we just we said we wanted to talk about dogs. Look at that. What are the odds? Is she a husky? Yes, she's. Oh, wonderful. What's her name? Oh, Kiki. Hi, Kiki. Hi, Kiki. Come on, let's go. It's okay. We have a boy dog. Come on. <laughs> Thank you so much. Bye, You're Kiki. Welcome. Bye, Kiki. Bye. Never yeah, know what you're gonna get here on the Birds <laughs> <Catcher> podcast. <laughs> Oh, she peed. I know, I saw that. It's okay. Did she pee on my backpack? I don't think so. Kiki. <laughs> I'll clean that in a sec. Um, but yeah. 100%. What an episode. 100%. I don't even remember what we're talking about. <laughs> that was a small husky. I think she's a puppy. It was like lean. It was small. I, I picture huskies like bigger. Maybe it's got a haircut or something. I don't know. I don't think Huskies get haircuts. Um, I don't know. I'm not worried about anything anymore. Yeah. I kind of am with you, but at the same time, I want to get as far away from here as possible. As I agree. Possible. I do think that that's like... Because I know in a week, like we'll be back here next week doing the next... I'm like, this all is terrible. So bad. <laughs> but that's because I was just like in the middle of the country. And I'm telling you, like there is a difference. Yeah. Also... Tell the story. Here, Here's a fascinating... Thing I noticed. What? All right. What's gas here in New Jersey? Three twenty-five. This is as high as I seen okay. it recently. Why? But Why? Yeah. Like, who sets that price? Why is it three twenty-five ta- here? Gas tax in New Jersey now. And then if you go up north in New Jersey, it might be a little bit more expensive. If you go a little south, maybe it's a little bit cheaper. Uh huh. Why does it change based on area? Well, usually it's shipping costs, but. Okay. New Jersey is generally the cheapest in the country, but it's higher now. Okay. If on the drive to Missouri, you go from New Jersey to Pennsylvania. Yeah. You go all the way across Pennsylvania. Gas in Pennsylvania is like 330, 339, I saw that. It's crazy expensive. 
from Pennsylvania, you cross over West Virginia for like a split second, so I didn't see any gas stations in West Virginia. Then you go into Ohio. Ohio's gas is like $3. So that was pretty cheap. Then you cross from Ohio into Indiana. Indiana's gas is like right around the same, maybe like $2.98 low end, $3.06, right? Anywhere in that range, which is pretty normal. Then you get into Illinois. Illinois' gas was like three fifty-seven. Holy moly. It is so expensive in Illinois. And like this is rural Illinois. This isn't like Chicago. Like I'm not yeah. near the city. This is like the outskirts of the state. And it's still really expensive. And then you finally cross over into Missouri. And like it's a line. Like you could see, like you can go from like I'm in the city of St. Louis, and then across there is Illinois, and the difference in gas is like 70 cents. <laughs> Like Missouri gas was like I think I spent two eighty two like at most places. Yeah. Why? <laughs> well, it's like I said. I think it's a lot of it's shipping and where it's refined like, and brought in from. Why does the gas price? It's not like it. It's more correlated to just the state the color of that state than like red state cheaper gas, blue state more expensive gas. I don't think that's the rule, but... Chris Christie passed the gas tax bill that's killing us now with why our prices are so high. But he was a fake Republican. Correct. By my standards, I'm not a Republican, so... Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like we are handling a lot as a generation, and I'm wondering if the next... Like, maybe they haven't hit us with the real punch yet. Um, like, maybe there's something that's going... There's something bigger. I don't think it's going to be a big... Like, I don't think there's going to be a big punch. I'm kind of picturing it almost like a dam. Like, they're just going to keep putting more and more little stuff. Like, more... It's just like adding a little bit of water at a time, a little bit of water at a time, a little bit of water. And eventually the dam is going to break. Um, but I don't think it's going to be like... One big blow that finally breaks it down. I think it's just going to be a... Yeah, but I'm worried they have, like, another, like, 9-11 or something. Yeah, but even if they did, like... Then no one buys anything anymore. That's what I'm saying. Like, even but if they that's did... How they get, maybe that's how they win. Is, like... It doesn't matter. Right. But, and I, like... Normally I say it doesn't matter in a negative sense. Yeah. I mean that in a positive sense. Like, it doesn't matter. Because I'm going to choose to change my, my stance. And I hope I can keep this going for more than an episode. Okay. I'm going to, to choose to believe in the spirit of humans. That's what I believe. The spirit of, like, at the end of the day, no matter Put how much jar. I want to punch my fellow com- <laughs> com- compatriots, that they yeah. them in the face when I see them begging for lockdowns yeah. and begging for mandates. And be- I hate you. With, like, every fiber of my being. But you know what? I appreciate that you're making your own decision. And I, when when push comes to shove and this really all goes down, I I really i am going to believe in your the human nature to be like, oh, they're right too. And, like, we have to, to, to just live as people together no matter what, and, like, we can't let this shit get in our way. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> Probably. But I'm going to choose to, for now, believe that no matter if I agree with someone, disagree with someone, like someone, dislike someone, the power of just, like, all of us trying to achieve our own lives will, will persevere. I hope so. But I, I think that it will in the end. But I don't. Okay, but how far down do the, you think we're gonna see the end? Well, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, is the end? And by the end, I think we're meaning like good times, like by the, time, the rebuild. By the like, time like people come to their senses and realize yeah. this was mass hysteria, or I don't know, COVID sweeps the land and ravages I think, us. I think we're gonna see it. I hope so. Like, I don't think we're like all that far. But if you would have told me, I mean, even go back to when Trump won. 
What what do you think Australia would be doing right now if they had guns? I don't know. Because, like, I look at videos of the protest, and I'm like, okay, they're fighting back. But it's hard to gauge the size, and I don't know, like, Australia in and out or in, intimately to understand, like, how much, how representative those people are of anything, really. And I see videos of people on social media or TikTok or whatever, and they're saying, like, oh, yeah, we're for the protesters, and then there's others who are like, I don't get the protesters. Is it enough to just be protesting this? No. Well, that's well, that's what I'm saying. Like, they don't... Australian people don't really have a choice. Like, they don't... What... Let's say they, they didn't want to protest, right? They want to do something more than a protest. What are they, they going to no, do? Yeah, they have no way to they fight. They have no weapons. Is there enough of us to mount a real resistance if, and you know what, if we had to do it? You know what? Ah, God, this is probably going to kill us as a podcast, but I don't care. I'm going to say it. Okay. The biggest enemy... Do you know who the biggest enemy this is, it's going to be? Who? When all of this goes down? Who? Like here, especially? It's not the government. And it's not our fellow citizens. Social media and tech companies? It's the police. Oh, yeah, really? It will. We're going to have to fight the police. The Blue Lives Matter people are going to have to fight the police. The anti-police people are going to have to fight the police. Well, that's their job. If, if they choose... To kind of stick with this. If they're going to enforce this this shit like we're seeing in Australia. It'll, be, it'll happen here. It'll happen here. It's happening in Canada. I don't want it to happen. And the military too is in the, on the streets in Australia. Like the fact that Glenn, Glenn Greenwald tweeted was tweeting about that video I was talking to you about this morning. Yeah. That Australian video. Like the amount of pushback he's getting. For just being like. This is insanity, what we're doing. like. But it? it's impossible to know how much of that is authentic. I struggle to understand or grasp how much of the response that people like Glenn Greenwald get are even like... Real? Real. Well... And not operatives or bots or, or propagandists themselves. I think you just have to operate in two planes of existence. Yeah. If you're going to be someone who's online and on Twitter and, and fighting that fight, that's fine. You can do that. You should do that. Yes. But just understand that this is a different battlefield. You are. This is the Twitter world. This is the online world. Whatever you feel here is real in that world. Yeah. Once you leave that and you are here in your everyday life, you go to the grocery store and you interact with real people... And if you have conversations about COVID and mandates and things like that in real life with real people, that's real world there. Yeah. I think it's two totally different existences. Seems to be. Because I think the people online who are so, like, for it, I bet if you met them in person, they probably wouldn't be as extreme as they are online just because they can be. Yeah, I think that's probably true. And I think reasonable people, at the end of the day, will prevail. At the end of the day, I'm going to keep saying at the end of the day, I want to be a conservative 70% of people. It's probably more, I hope. But like 70% of people don't want to be controlled. By every decision they make, it has to be like run through like this government of like, Oh, can I leave my house today, sir? Thank you. Do people really want federal agents no, they don't. on their doorstep? They don't. Checking to make sure they're not breaking any rules? And that's where you have to dodge this, like, it feels like people want it. And I bet some do. But they are not the majority. I refuse to believe it. Enough people who want to resist it need to resist it. I think they will when the time comes. That's what I think too, but that's why I'm thinking like maybe there's going to be something that prevents that time from coming. Like maybe that's when you hit the there's like the counterpunch. I don't think it'll matter cuz like what what could the counterpunch be that wouldn't allow that to happen? They want to fracture our society at every turn. Like it's always about divisions and creating. What if they like blow up roads? 
so you, you can't leave. Well, I mean, what if they started, like, the whole domestic terrorist angle towards the unmasked, unvaccinated people? Yeah, but that won't work, because I'm, I think that's when the reasonable people go, okay, wait, hold on. <laughs> like, no. I don't know, man. It always works for them. <laughs> Until it doesn't. I can right? I know, like we said. Like, wow. Beautiful day out here. What a beautiful analogy. <laughs> the weather was brutal. It was dark and gloomy it's and storm. thunder and lightning. And you know what happens after a storm like that, Sal? A fucking rainbow. <laughs> and a beautiful... <laughs> I don't know. But it's a beautiful sky. The sun is shining. The clouds are parting. The birds aren't are chirping. And the rainbows come out. This is what happens. Right now, we are in, like, the... It's going to rain again in, like, five minutes. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Right now, we are, like, in the time where it's, like, you're in it. Like, you're in the storm. Like, it's... And it's going to get worse. Remember the quote... We're in the outer bands of the hurricane. Remember the quote Trump said, and it has ever since created a controversy over what he meant by it. The storm? standing with the generals, and he said, you know what this represents to the media? And they were like, what? the calm before the storm and we always interpreted that to mean this is the storm there's something coming this is the storm but like maybe the four years of Trump was the, the calm, calm. <laughs> like maybe, I think it was and maybe it's just like oh shit we have to endure this storm now yeah but it's okay because after it you, it'll be nice it'll be nice <laughs> but you gotta get through it I got. I know that's what I was trying Like we gotta get out of here though I don't wanna get through it here in the enemy territory with like Everyone living on top of each other. It seems like a nightmare. Yeah. What are these? You making kicking chicken wings? Yeah. It's a new recipe. It's a realtor. I think that's weird. To Why'd put, you put a recipe, like, recipe on the back of a realtor card? I don't know. I think that's weird. I think a recipe it, for sold. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Is this her recipe, or did she just Google a recipe? Well, I don't know. I think it's her recipe, but it could be. And for the recipe. listeners, there is a like a postcard from a realtor. It was in the mailbox. And on the back of it is like a picture of her in the corner with her name. But like the entire back is just a recipe for kicking chicken wings. I'm so confused by this. The picture looks good, though. Yeah, I know. I kind of want to make these chicken wings. <laughs> I guess that's the point. That's kind of... But it's like... Is she the first person to think of that? But see, it's like one of those things. I Do you want to know if your realtor spends a lot of time cooking and is really good at being a cook? Because, like, would you rather know that they're spending a lot of time selling houses and mm. being a good realtor? I bet she's a great realtor. I'm going to look at her Instagram. <laughs> I bet she's a great realtor. If I go to her Instagram... And most of it is, is like, food. food. I wouldn't hire her. Like, if I go to her Instagram and it's, like, mostly selling. No, see, it's, like, all houses. I think she just likes using, like, the the a recipe for sold. What does that mean? I don't know. There's no food pictures on her Instagram. It's funny, though. Alright, I'm done. That's a quick episode. I'm done podcasting. I am so depressed. We'll talk next week. You know what make will cheer you up? Watch um, Tim Cast from a couple days ago with uh, Dave Smith and... I did watch Dave Smith, some of those clips. The dude from the Mises Caucus. I've gone full Ron Paul stand just from like <laughs> listening to people I'm like now Ron Paul all the people all the people I like, <laughs> like and like Ron respect Paul. are like worship Ron Paul and well, like that's so weird to me like that's but that's a uh, Monday morning quarterbacking but like everyone wants to be on board everyone's like wow Ron Paul was right yeah well yeah it was right like and there's a reason why he's selling gold on like TV but, like a lot of people were right like Dennis Kucinich was kind of right. Yeah, but it's very different. Ted Gunderson was right. Different. (laughs) 
So everyone just like looks back and be like he was like the most honest presidential candidate. You think we're gonna do that like Trump too? We're gonna like, yes. look, like man, Trump's right. Trump's <laughs> right about a lot. I like that he got booed about the vaccine though. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I mean, look, you're allowed to take the vaccine or whatever, but we all know what's going. We know, we know all the statistics and all the shit. So we don't need Trump up there to be like, we know you got vaccinated, Trump. Cool. We're getting the Lambda variant next. I can, after the Lambda variant, I think we're going to get the Omega variant. And then that's when God comes down and he's like, all right. I'm worried that the vaccine makes you more susceptible to it. I think for sure. <laughs> You're all just, like, There's going to be a variant that comes out. And people are like, like the, the standard argument from the other side. The vaccinated like, are going to be the first ones dead. They're like, why would they want to keep the other people alive? I was like, I don't think they do. I think but they I think want, they want as dead. many people dead as possible. They want us all dead. <laughs> so, like... They'll figure it out. They'll, <laughs> listen, they're not worried about me surviving. Yeah, They'll be like, we'll get him, but, like, let's get all these people first. That's what they don't get. Like, Bill Burr, who usually, I think, has good takes most of the time, like, came out with the whole, like, why would they want the sheeple? The sheeple are getting injected. It's like, I don't think it's like that for them. Like, I mean, for us, we call... Oh, also, it doesn't really matter to them. Yeah, no. Like, they operate in their own, own world. fucking world. Like, the Nancy Pelosi thing from ever. yesterday is like, you should look at that and be like, oh, right, right. Like, it doesn't matter to them because they operate under their own rules. But... Can you believe the FDA approved the vaccine and now people think that's like well i'm actually i'm glad you brought that up (laughs) that's the selling i want to make sure everyone knows that i'm on record here uh (laughs) never once did i use it not being approved by the fda as an excuse to not get it because i don't give a fuck about what the fda (laughs) approves the fda doesn't approve protein powder (laughs) fuck you fda you think i trust you (laughs) i don't trust the chicken i buy at the grocery store but you know what it's my only option no so i'm with you I'm with you. I'm like, so glad just, you said that. Just because the FDA approves it. <laughs> like, All right. I know. No, let me go get it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. Thank you, FDA. Also, can anyone, did can anyone name that it's so political? Can anyone name one person who works at the FDA? I mean, we could if we. No, no. At I'm it. saying, like, if you. I don't to know. Someone off the top who's of like, my head. <laughs> yeah, I have no. Why idea. do I know if that guy's? There, I know job. for right now, the Biden administration has yet to appoint a full-time FDA head in the current director is an acting director also yes what does the the fda approval really mean it's not like the fda is like well we have access to 10-year studies on this vaccine it's like no you don't no i read exactly i read through the whole press release that they put out i read through all the documentation that was provided i screenshotted some of it and put it on my instagram but most of it is admitting that they don't really have any new information no, it's just, just like- that what Pfizer did was they submitted the results of their trials so far of 22,000 people who had the vaccine and 22,000 who had the placebo, and they submitted all the side effects that they've documented. The documentation of side effects for this vaccine specifically is so obscured from the public, we have no actual understanding what it is. I don't trust Pfizer's limited results that they're putting out now giving to the FDA. There's no additional study like the sh- the va- the only thing the public has access to is VAERS and we're being told that we can't trust it. But that's our only way to determine if this disease ha- if this vaccine has more data or not. If it's actually more more dangerous. And you're saying, "Well, don't trust that. That could be anything." What? <laughs> this is why when everyone like I won't critique anyone's arguments. You can argue however you want to argue. Yeah. But m- none of my arguments about the vaccine was ever like well, it's not approved by the FDA, so like, I don't... It doesn't matter to me. It's not like the FDA's ever approved anything that they later were like, whoops. The FDA's <laughs> approved so many things, they've been like, oh. Well. Shit. Oh, man. You know, like, I think it was 20... I forget when I... Was it the John Oliver clip? So was it, like, not that long ago? But I think it was before John Oliver. About, like, how uh, the United States is, like, one of the only countries that run like advertising for medicines yeah like go ask your doctor it's cause like and the pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical companies like pay doctors yeah cause the pharmaceutical industry is like everything's for profit and it's all these private companies listen that's capitalism I'm okay with it but also at the same time it's like the FDA approves all of those things have you like ju- just watch next time you're watching TV 
pay attention to the commercials. Every time a medical commercial comes on, get a pen and paper out. Wait for the end of the commercial when they run through their list of side effects. And write them down. I don't even think the side effects is as comical sometimes as the as the medications that they sell sometimes. Like I was, we were watching TV and the ad was for a medicine that was to help you if you had a side effect from your antidepressant. So it was a pharmaceutical prescription drug to help you if you had like an involuntary movement of your hand that you believed other people were focused on. That's what the prescription drug was to help you for. If it were if you were having side effects from your antidepressants. And the reason why I'm highlighting this is like this is to tell you like what kind of profit motive is behind. We're selling drugs to correct issues that are caused from drugs that are prescribed to correct issues for your brain. Yeah. For just like the way you think in your head. Well, every physical ma- we are in the pinnacle of snake oil salesmen at this point. Well, okay. Back during the AIDS cause problem, back when the AIDS problem. pandemic happened. Yeah. Dr. Fauci wanted a vaccine for AIDS. Yeah. He didn't want he didn't, he didn't want treatments. He wants vaccines. Now, um, AIDS actually actually it's actually not even a great example because AIDS treatments is always changing because the virus uh, changes. But when you look at COVID, and if we talk about like the ivermectin stuff, there's a reason why they don't want ivermectin. Yeah. I would rather, like, the company would rather sell you, sell, they sell, right? Pfizer sells 300 million doses to the United States of America. Everyone the gets their dose. Them a check. No and one then they gets go, liability. They go, you know what? If we don't make this vaccine that strong, they're going to need a booster in three months. And then we get to sell another whole 300 million doses. Bam. And what are we seeing right now? Oh, you should probably get a booster if you're in this age group. And listen, in another month, it's going to be everyone is going to need a booster. And, and then, then you're going you to need to show a card. you don't want to get a third dose, like you're going to be in the same category yep. as people with no doses. Which is fine, because eventually those people are going to be left out to join our side. And then what? And then what's going to be the next vaccine you're going to need to get? Well, people always like saying like the chickenpox vaccine. Like people have been equating it. Like, I I also disagree with the chickenpox vaccine. Like your kids should just get chickenpox. You had a really bad case of chickenpox when you were little. And I was fine. I'm still fine. <laughs> I may have had the most severe case of chickenpox. Here I am, living to tell the tale. Also, you can die doing so many things that's just like allowed. Well, that's why, like, I, I'm not anti-vaccine because that implies, like, I don't want people to be able to take the vaccine. Like, that's I'm not, not anti-vaccine. Like, I think the vaccine is, like, I don't necessarily think there's anything evil with the vaccine itself. Not necessarily. But I'm starting to believe, well, not starting. I believe there is because of the behavior of those pushing the vaccine and how it's been pushed. I just think it's, it's really as simple as, like, this is America. Yes. Leave me alone. You make your decision. I make my decision. If that's not good enough for you, we can fight. Everyone acts like COVID is the first disease that people can catch from other people. It's crazy. It's so crazy. We've never had, like, communicable diseases before. COVID is the first one. And not only the first one, it's the most deadly one that like, ever existed. Like, the fact that, like, we used to live in a society for thousands of years that was yeah. like, we're all under the assumption that everyone is healthy until you're sick. Kind of like if you're innocent until you're proven guilty. Oh, no, no, no. Now, everyone is sick until you can prove that you are healthy. It's fucking backwards. It's crazy. And I don't know if we're ever going to get... If we're going to, like, go back to to how things were, but... It's just where we are now. <laughs> but, but you're like saying said, it's not like that out in outdoors land. No, it was fine. <laughs> like, no one... I mean, there are a few people with masks, but like, you'd look at their license plate and they'd be from like other places. Um, but for the most part, like, no one's wearing masks. They weren't social distancing. They're just, everyone's just kind of living their life. And you know what? Everyone was fine. Everyone was fine. No, no one, one died. Was, no one was had a care in the world. No one has ever died 
we don't need to. I don't know why we have to save everyone. It's not even about saving. Just stop <laughs> worrying about cases. Let's just... Cases don't matter. Oh, hi, boy. You missed our other dog friend that came in earlier. How can you think that this isn't the best dog in the world? Look at this I mean, boy. Hi, Quinn. Quinn is one of the cutest. Like, <laughs> just from, like, a look standpoint, like, what a beautiful dog he is. Come here, buddy. He's my buddy. He just has a weird personality. He's a weirdo. All right. Well, have a good week. We'll see you next time. Hopefully, we'll all survive. Bye. Bye. <laughs>how do you want to start well it's rolling <laughs> so oh man I'm so I have so much how is it possible that is we... this the episode or is this gonna be whatever how is it possible that we meet every week and I'm like alright next d- week things will be we'll better just, hopefully it'll just be we can just talk about something and then and we don't have to I don't have to be the guy that's just like ranting about how negative everything is well it's just because every week it gets worse <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to do that we could change topics today right let's not talk about anything negative we'll only talk about superficial things can we talk about the milk crate challenge sure I don't even know what that is oh my god can we get alright let's do a live reaction go on your phone Okay. Pull up Twitter, and you're just going to search Milk Crate Challenge, and we're going to get your live reaction to it on the podcast. How have you not seen this? I want to make sure you're watching some good ones. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, so it's mostly... So it's mostly a thing that is happening in the hood, which I find it to be 
even funnier. I like this guy's doing this with a mask on. Yeah, like that's... Like we care about our safety, but also... <laughs> so there are, at this point, like hundreds of videos of people just falling. And like horrific falls. Yeah. Because they're just milk crates stacked on like are jagged grass. Milk crates? And rocks. I don't know who came up with this challenge, but it feels like... Oh, it's just so funny. It's like my favorite thing in the world. No? You didn't find it? No, I like the milk crate challenge. I'm sorry. I just think it's like one of those things that's so simple. Like, I watch it and I go, I can do that. And you then, get four high and then you fall on your ass. Correct, and that's why it's great. Yeah, the best, it, the best, like carnival games or whatever, are the ones that seem the simplest, super doable. And it's even better though when, like, when you when you inevitably fail, it results in a catastrophic fall that, like, you should pro- you probably have to go to the hospital. Like, we're seeing broken tailbones. I watched the one the guy got into the middle. Which is the highest point, which is like probably like ten crates high, and he's just wobbling. He's at that point, you're just screwed and just wait to fall, and he just falls from that height to his face. It was beautiful. It was great. Um, yeah. There are there are always like those trends that come out that I'm always surprised. How can this be a thing? It happened so fast. It's, yeah, ideas spread like wildfire. Where do they get all the milk crates? Yeah, they're not easy to come by. No, like how many milk crates do you have? None. Mm. Not like those, like old. Yeah, so I'm saying, like you plastic don't milk crates. You don't have any. We couldn't even attempt the challenge if we wanted to, because where would you even go to get milk crates? I wonder if the thunder is going to pick up on the podcast. Probably. Um. Where are you it's kind of moving away from us, I think, right? It's like we're doing it in a white noise sleep machine room. Do you use a white noise sleep machine? I have. Well, I... No, do you currently use I it? I don't. But I have used it. I like the rainfall sound. I don't think it makes any sense. <laughs> Why would I need noise to fall asleep? I want it to be silent while I fall asleep. <laughs> I need less noise. Well, that's why it's white noise. It's supposed like, to be like there are people who fall asleep noise. watching TV. We just have like a little sound. Psychos. Some people want like a little. No. Well, that those are people who can't be alone with their thoughts. Yeah, those <laughs> people are. They should be committed. No. You have to embrace your thoughts. <laughs> um. I forget what I was watching. What was I watching? But the whole point of it was like you aren't your thoughts. Hmm. Like you're really not your thoughts. You're not. You are you. Your thoughts are just thoughts. Is that the idea? I guess. But I think it's more like you're not even you. <laughs> like you're nothing. I don't know. Like you know what always trips me up. What? The thought of like, do does anyone really know what they look like? I guess not. Like is like. Is anything really what we think it is? No, well, everyone's perspective is different. Like, exactly. And how different is it, right? Like, okay, to me, this couch is green. To you, this couch is green. But how do we know that your green and my green are the same thing? What if I see this as one color, you see it as a different color, but we are both just, we both know that's green, because that's what's green to us. Yeah, you're not wrong. How do you know you look like you? Every time you look at a picture, you're just projecting what you think you look like onto that picture. You've never actually seen how you're really portrayed to the to people. I don't know, man. It's too it's too metaphysical. See, we're already doing it. No, that's not negative. That's I think that's just cool. No, but I think we're I want to talk about like dogs. Want to talk about dogs? I really want to talk about dogs. Or like I'm, just, I'm in such a negative headspace. Gotta get out of it. Here, I'll be honest. I spent three days in Missouri. <laughs> I haven't thought about anything. <laughs> Never better. I feel great. All you need is a trip to Missouri. Just drive 18 hours. Hang out. Oh, drive boy. back. 
yeah, kind of detach. No, but seriously, like I think you you do need that because I got back this morning and I woke up after sleeping and I hopped on Twitter and I really haven't been on Twitter in three days and it yeah. was nice and then. Haven't thought about COVID, haven't thought about the lockdowns, haven't thought about what's going on overseas and all these other places. And then you get on Twitter and it's all you see. And it, like, it, proje- it makes you think this is what life is. And it is, to, to a certain extent. Like, it's real. Like, these are things that are happening. But it's, like, it's not at the same time. Like, you gotta just, especially, like, Missouri. Missouri was just, we were just all hanging out. It was just a good time. No one was, like, no one there is worried about COVID mandates. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. Like, you could, you could mandate whatever you want. But, like, we're just going to live our life, and it doesn't really matter what you say. Yeah. So, I think you just need a couple day, like, detachment. Yeah. So, you can talk about dogs. <laughs> What's your favorite kind of dog? I like Quinn. He's a good dog. I don't like your dog. <laughs> I don't like Quinn. He's a good boy. Mm. Like, uh, the point of a dog is to be able to, like, here, boy, and then the dog comes, like, kind of, like, lick you and hang out with you, he sit on your that. lap. Yeah, yeah to you. He's your dog is a like... cat. No. Yeah. He just doesn't like you. No, that, your dog doesn't like any other people other than you, which is fine, because, like, like I said, like that's just a cat. My cats are the same way. My cats only hang out with me. They're not going to hang out with you if you came over. They don't like you. Quinn doesn't like me. It's fine. Your cats don't go on nice long walks. If I got a leash, they would go. Then they don't lick their own buttholes. You know what my cats also don't do? What? Bark incessantly when someone comes into the house. Yeah, but he's already stopped barking. We have a baby in the house. God forbid the baby's sleeping. I walk in. Dog starts barking. He's just trying to help. Alright, let's start the podcast. I'm ready. Okay. Should I stop this? Yeah. Okay. <laughs>